We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know what? I don't think this is TMI just based on everything that we've shared on this podcast. Like I've told a story about a butt plug going into my asshole like the Titanic. So um, I'm on my period this week and my period is always better than PMS, but Mm -hmm. it does also throw off my brain a little bit. It takes it out of you. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a little frazzled. Takes the eggs out of you. Am I right? (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Zing. Don't laugh at that. Isn't that ovulation? It is, but... If your period is shutting the lining. Yeah, they're like... So, uh, I guess it's all kind of part of the same thing. No one's in here. I better rip down all the wallpaper yep. I put up. <laughs> <laughs> just gets so mad that no one moved in that yeah. you just like tear the place apart. Fuck. That's like such a metaphor for my love life up until recently. <laughs> Welcome to The Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Where do I even fucking begin? When I was looking through uh, for topics for the day, I... Came across an interesting article, but I reached my limit on um, medium. No, Wired. Oh, I hate how they limit. I know you're reading, and like from once in in one sense, I like they're tr- they're trying to fund journalism because like nobody's fucking paying for it anymore. Yeah. On the other hand, like make an exception for me because I'm special. You know, the rules shouldn't apply to me. I'm I, a perfect I mean, princess. That's what I've always been saying. Right. So I just I don't really understand why Wired hasn't gotten that memo yet but i came across (laughs) an article that was talking about like the moral dilemma that arises from like fantasizing about someone like a celebrity and then watching deep fake porn of them and where that gray area is when you're already fantasizing it versus seeing their face like transposed on somebody And I mean, I don't know what the article was because, again, I could only see the headline. But I just like thought that that was an interesting like distinction to make because obviously one of them is worse than the other. Yeah. But some people might not understand the difference between the two of them. I mean, I think that I think that is the thing that people are not completely understanding. They're like, well, it's not real. So what's the problem? Mm -hmm. 
And it's because it's still exploitative. Yeah, like they they didn't consent to being naked on the internet, mm-hmm. nor being in this specific scene because they weren't in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like to put a picture of them on the internet that very well could be them and could be construed as them by like family and friends and people in their lives seeing this shit, just like coming across this shit is like very um like traumatized it's very violating yes it that's i think violating is the perfect word for it there was a um twitch streamer who got exposed for having like a tab open where he was looking at deep fake porn of another twitch streamer Mm -hmm. and she was very obviously upset about that and i think some people had a hard time understanding it's like well it's not you it's like but it is though it yeah. is me. Yeah, it's her face and she didn't consent to this. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Like if someone's taking your face and like pretending to be you, you could even say the same thing about like someone catfishing with your stuff. Yeah. It's not you. You didn't consent to, to them using that to like hurt other people or right. exploit other people. And in this instance, it's someone else exploiting you and hurting you. Right. And it, I think I think it kind of falls into the same category as like revenge porn. Totally. It's very similar to that. Yes. Yeah. It, it was made to objectify a person and the intent is to hurt them. Right. And if you think the intent is to just get off, you're missing it. You're missing the point. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of uh, different conversations happening on the internet recently about porn addiction and how porn addiction has led to kind of like a lot of violence against women because Mm -hmm. it does I mean a lot of porn is not uh ethical yeah as as we've talked about yeah right it's not ethical and it's not necessarily um the ones that are I guess like ethical in how they're created aren't really very like they don't paint women as like willing participants in Mm -hmm. the scene or like you know like they're like being pushed around they're being treated like objects because like that is a that's a kink for some people like they like the objectifying is like and that's one thing but Mm -hmm. the other piece of it is like there are some people some men that don't have they aren't able to like distinguish between like oh this is a kink versus like oh i'm just gonna like brutalize women you know what i mean like yeah that's kind of like army hammer yeah i i was listening to sounds like a cult and they like go into detail about the entire hammer family and how it's been generations of like sexually abusing women and then being like this is a kink but it's like not yeah it's that army hammer stuff was scary you should listen to that episode because it's like bananas okay. insane. I, I I mean, I didn't really know that much about it, mm-hmm. but I was just like, well, the more I heard, I was just like, oh my God. But I was going to say about deep fake porn, if you're consuming women and sex in this capacity so consistently, you're not going to develop as healthy of a relationship. Mm-hmm. I Like you, I don't know. You need to be right internally, I think to like safely consume porn yeah yeah you know what i mean or yeah totally at least just like understanding what it is that you're consuming like yeah because i mean it's the same kind of thing with like watching like you know a violent movie like you have to be in the right mind to understand like this is not something Mm -hmm. that like you should 
go out and do. And so much of it is like really manufactured. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing I think that porn like robs us of, especially young people, um, is just that kind of like period. I was was comparing it to like the first boyfriend I had that I did anything kind of sexual with. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't know what we were doing. Right. And we were figuring it out together and we were learning about each other yeah. and learning what the other person likes, you know? And I think that is like really removed when people are consuming porn so often. You're not invested in the other person's pleasure, but you're also not invested in like creating that bond with them. This is yeah. like the ultimate form of intimacy and trust with another person. And it's fun. It's, it's mm-hmm. like so much fun when you care about the other person and their likes and interests. Yeah. And um, when you take that away sexually, you're also just like removing this uh, really like enjoyable way of connecting with another person. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I've like, I've talked to a lot of my male friends about it's it was a while ago so this was a very like kind of like juvenile way of like thinking about sex and talking about sex but they would say things along the lines of like they would like be hooking up with someone and like she would make it like really porny and that's like not hot you know but it's Mm -hmm. like so many people are using that as like a way to educate themselves on what sex is supposed to be like so they're supposed to be like oh my god like so loud and like it's like could you just fucking stop you know because like when you're it's like i've said this before it's like watching theater like yeah they have to be overacting because it's like this is like theater you know it's the same thing with porn and like i feel like some people that have like a porn education expect sex to be like porn and if it's not like porn then something's wrong yeah the the ability to differentiate the two is like real important Mm -hmm. you know yeah i wonder what a way to like resolve that issue would be um i mean porn addiction specifically like if that's how you are viewing and consuming like sex and um kind of consuming women as objects in like whatever capacity you can think of you're like this is what i want right now and then you can just find it yeah like what would be a way to undo that to undo a porn addiction and start creating a healthy relationship with sex. And this, I mean, this is like a rhetorical question. Yeah. I'm just like wondering how you would do go about yeah. that. Stopping. Yeah. Maybe watching like, if you are like, if you do have a porn addiction and like you're trying to restore a healthy relationship with sex and maybe do it in like two parts, maybe starting with like, like very realistic porn like i've watched some porn in the past that's been like just like a couple like having sex in like a well-lit room and there's like nothing really like going on they're just like having just, like, sex watching something vanilla yeah exactly <laughs> just like kind of like just like going back into the like doing kind of like a little bit of like pulling yourself away from stopping it. cold turkey you would think i think like knowing that it's just like causing problems in mm-hmm. your sex life or whatever in your relationships yeah then, like being aware that something is not serving you, like smoking cigarettes, like it's not serving you. So right, if you just stop. Um, yeah. But I was thinking, yeah, stopping cold turkey would be like an easier way just because it would force you to reconnect with your own desires and in your own, be in your own body. Like you're forced to be present because I think 
part of the appeal of porn is probably like the numbness yeah along with it yeah i guess it depends on the person like i mm-hmm. i do think too like with cigarettes and like using that example like going from like smoking a pack a day to smoking like two cigarettes a day to smoking like one cigarette a yeah. day like there's ways to What's taper the off patch of yeah the nicorette patch of, <laughs> of porn, porn addiction is maybe like tumblr after dark porn <laughs> you know it could be like i mean there's gifts. probably like a lot of different <laughs> options yeah G- moving on to gifts yeah. just like a repeat or like literotica <laughs> just kept pulling yourself away yeah ooh listening mm-hmm. to like audio erotica yeah audio erotica <laughs> and then going into literotica if you go on literotica.com there's like like literary tales that that's people tell fun. in multiple parts ooh. that's i used to read literotica when i was like like going through puberty and was like on vacation with my family and was convinced that like they would be able to see what sites I was on through like the Wi-Fi password in the hotel. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Shit like that. So I'd be like, I'm just going to just to be safe. I'm going to read Literotica because like I could just say it was like, I don't know, like a book. It was like, yeah. <laughs> Ignore that it says erotica. In it, it wasn't me. Yeah. It was my cousin. Yeah. That wasn't me. That was Patricia. Frank offered to make me pancakes when I got to his house and I burst into tears. <laughs> it's just like so nice I got stuck in traffic for an hour, which was like an hour that I did not have to spend today. Yeah. And it's infuriating. Yeah. Anyway, when you lose time to traffic. Yeah. It's like I don't have to- I don't even have time for the 30 minutes it normally takes for me to get here. I saw someone um, say like a way that you can try and because it's so easy to be so mad in traffic mm-hmm. and so frustrated. I saw someone say like to when you are stuck in traffic and there's nothing you can do to just start thinking of that time of time that you have to yourself Mm -hmm. and and like with your own thoughts and not being interrupted or disturbed. And I was like, Oh, that's really nice. That's really nice. Cause I was thinking about when I used to drive to and from Flagstaff in college, um, I had so much time alone in my thoughts and like I was listening to like all the music I loved and singing really loud and it was time I really valued being alone. Yeah. So I was trying to reframe my mindset of like. That's so true. This is this is me time. I can enjoy my own company. Absolutely. And how am I going to do that? You see, normally I'm like, oh, God, like nobody can fucking talk to me right now, you know. But today it was just like one thing after the other. I was like, oh, I was yeah. on like a time constraint in everything I was doing. And it was just like, like move. and like the light kept changing and nobody would move. And it was just like, Ugh, I anyway. hate that. Seattle traffic is especially frustrating. OK, I hate nothing more than when I'm like, oh, my God, Seattle traffic. And then somebody from New York is like, you don't know anything about tra-. it's like, like traffic can be bad in multiple places up. or when it's cold here and people are like, oh, you don't know cold until you go to Chicago. Like uh, both things can be true. Okay? Yeah, like cold. It's all cold. Shut the fuck up. OK, <laughs> if you hate it so much, leave. Things can suck at the same time in different places. Yeah, hopefully the <laughs> th- reframing your mindset, it's. It's easier said than done to just resign yourself to no, but it's like a good writer. But it's also it's also helpful to let yourself be like really enraged for a day. You're like totally everything's pissing me off, and I just want to be mad. Absolutely, crying helped a lot. Yeah, it was just like a little like letting out of the balloon. It wasn't (laughs) even like a it wasn't a cry like I'm so stressed. It was just like pancakes. I love pancakes, and that helped. That is such a nice thing to do, and I've had such a frustrating day. Stuck in driving for so long. I love you. That happened to me yesterday. Um, 
in my therapy appointment I wasn't even like nothing was in this appointment was upsetting me at all I was just like had a high stressed day and then I had been feeling stressed about the therapy appointment so so then I like was holding back tears and then I just like finally started crying a little bit and then I was like I'm sorry I just I just had a high stress day and she was like no you don't need to apologize like crying is just a way for you to make yourself feel better like just let yourself cry and I was like Thank you. I know it is, but it's just like oh, I just don't want to be crying. I want to be not crying. That's so frustrating when you just want to just not be crying. You just want to say something. It's like I either like want to not be on this call and just like let myself cry so hard, or like I just want to not be crying because right now it's like interrupting my day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so? It's such a sad way to think of like crying. You're like. Okay, I need to plan when I'm crying. I need to schedule time to cry. Such because, an adult like, thing. That's such an adulthood thing. Because it's just interrupting things. Yeah, I don't right have time now. to be crying right now. What the fuck? Like, why am I even crying? Like, I know I've had a stressful day, but like, I guess it was like the first time maybe my body was like, okay, you can like let this out now. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. There are so what many. About, what about the hour before this when I wasn't doing anything? <laughs> Isn't that so annoying? Whenever yeah. I like get into therapy, the days where I'm like, I don't really know what I have to have. Everything's great are the days that I cry. Yes. Yeah. Those are like the surprise cry days uh -huh. where your therapist asks you just just the right question. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not okay. Everything sucks. Yeah. Um, I'm talking to our psychiatrist tomorrow. Oh, Speaking I talked to which, her today. Did you? I was supposed to talk to her today, but I, I didn't ran out of time. Uh we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. 
Uh, What's next? Moving along. Something we haven't talked about, and I don't know how much you know about the situation, is the Colleen Ballinger Oh, my God. Issue. I recently have, like, yeah. I was reading about this while I was on vacation. I'm deep, deep in it. She, so if you don't know who, know who Colleen Ballinger is, she's, like, a YouTube star. and She's, like, she, one of the biggest. Oh, she is? Yeah, she's one of the I biggest and one, of the, one of the first. Yeah. Uh, the last time I watched any of her videos, I was, like, in high school and that's exactly the problem i think i was like in 11th grade this was like over 10 years ago then and she's she had a netflix series called haters back off she had like a very successful multiple very successful tours she um had like a self-help book from like the perspective of miranda sings which is one of her characters or her only character i guess (laughs) um she was on like she did an interview with um jerry seinfeld on comedians in cars was she at did she do it as Miranda? Sings? She did it as Col- uh, Colleen. Herself. Apparently it's pronounced Colleen. Oh. Colleen. Colin? Um, Colin? Colin. Okay. Um, she like was on uh, Colbert. She's like a big, big deal. Wow. Yeah. Her her like only shtick is this Miranda Sings. And if you guys don't know what Miranda Sings is, it's just like her with like poorly applied red lipstick and then like singing badly. Mm-hmm. It's not funny. No, and she's, I didn't even think it was funny in high school. No, people um, love it though. It's like the there's like a new genre that is like acknowledged on Google as cringe comedy. Yeah, so that's basically what it is. It's like cringe, cringe comedy. comedy. She's she has admitted apparently to like her friends and fans, which we'll get into because that's the crux of the issue. That she has pulled a lot of the inspiration for Miranda from her um disabled cousin that is fucked up and like she would like enjoy when her cousin would have um outbursts because like it would give her like ideas and content everything i learn about this woman i'm just like you are a horrible person yeah so the drama surrounding her currently is um some of her fans who are now grown adults are realizing that when they were teenagers and she was like 28 how old is she now like 35 yeah yeah when she was like in her late 20s she was grooming these these kids yeah um and like kind of being emotionally manipulative because she she'd be like i'm having problems in my marriage to these like this group of teenage super fans Mm -hmm. she'd be like my husband's abusive yeah like these are what the fuck are you doing telling a group of teenagers that you do not know about this? Right. She um, she would like say she would ask them questions like um what's like your if favorite it, position? If, and- yeah, what's your favorite position? Are you guys still virgins? Like she would ask like the girls in the group like how old they were when they got their first period and what it was like and like she like took a video of her putting a tampon in her mouth and like told everyone to like reenact it. Have you seen that? No. Yeah. She was like she like put the so she's like giving her tampon a blowjob yeah, or something she was like moving it around with her tongue and she was like i promise i'm not high haha and then told everyone to go and get tampons and reenact it yeah and this is so bizarre yeah she sent one of her fans um his name's adam mcintyre he's kind of like spearheading this whole thing he's like good for him yeah he's 18 now but he was like 
working for her for free for a while and like she gave him all of his log her logins to her social media and was like having him like manage social media and he was a child so he like fucked up once and like she was accused of gay baiting he's he's gay but he was she was accused of gay baiting because of this tweet and like it offended a lot of people and that was like the end of their relationship but like you give this child access like like there's no limits to what you're like asking them to do she approved everything but then threw him under the bus when it when she needed it anyway so adam my god yeah a child yeah. Also, it doesn't need to be that big of a deal. You could be like, I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying to gay bait. I like it is my fault for approving this. But also the person who wrote this content is queer. Yeah. Um, but I, I apologize. You know, I'll, I'll yeah. be more conscientious. It really could have ended there. But she sent him lingerie of hers. Yes. I was going to say, didn't she like send someone like her underwear? Yeah. That was Adam. Fucking weird. Yeah. She was like giving, she was doing like a giveaway on her live of like a bunch of clothes that she didn't want. And like Corey DeSoto, who is one of her, like, I guess her only friend, um, he was like wearing the bra and panties and, uh, they were like doing, they were just like giving away a bunch of items of clothing. And Colleen was like, oh, Adam, do you want the bra and panties? But then like during her apology, unquote, about this whole thing, the first time she edited the live to make it look like it was Adam's idea to get the bra and panties. And she was just obliging. When in reality, she was the one that was like, do you want this? And then he was a super fan. So he was like, I want anything from you, you know? And he showed the bra and panties. He like lifted it up in the video. He was like, she did send it to me. Yeah. But um. Anyway, there's just like all of the shit that's coming out. Yeah. And then she the weirdest thing that she did, in my opinion, was like instead of the, uh, like her lawyers or whatever. And like, her I'm people. sure her agent. Yeah. They were like, don't fucking talk about this. And then she's like, they said I couldn't talk about it, but they didn't say I couldn't sing about it. And then she sings this fucking weird song that is a non-apology. She's just Toxic like gossip train. She's also like, I'm copyrighted just it now. <laughs> she's getting money she's she's selling it for twenty dollars on itunes what yeah dude the fuck yeah twenty dollars yeah. for this bad song at least when she first posted it i don't know if th- since the backlash from that she's lowered it but twenty dollars for the song she should disappear yeah totally but sorry what were you gonna say uh yeah she just said like the only thing she's guilty of is like being weird uh-huh it's like no you were very inappropriate with teenagers yeah and it doesn't like think of if like a teacher no behaving that way totally with a teenager like she is um not acknowledging that she's in a position of control and power over these kids Mm -hmm. and they look up to her and she's like abusing that right power yeah it's like we see this happening with men all the time totally totally it's it is it's objectively criminal the things that she's been doing which brings me to why i brought this up in the first place because i was thinking about it when we were talking about the deep fake porn have you heard about trisha paytas's whole thing with this her involvement no dude what? this is the this is the literally the worst part so adam was tweeting trisha so adam is the kid is the kid that's who, who's now 18 okay that worked for her okay that worked for colleen yes colin colleen okay yeah it's fine sure everyone says colleen but anyway um adam 
so Trisha and Colleen just started a podcast together. They were like three episodes in and it was basically just like a podcast of them just like talking about whatever, how I understand it, but they would like do it in like costumes. And Adam was tweeting like, hey, Trisha, like Colleen has talked mega shit on you in the past. She's like invited you over to her house and given you the wrong address. And like, yeah. And there's a video of her saying like being like, oh, I gave Trisha the wrong address by accident. And Trisha was like, I thought you did that on purpose Ah," when she did. But she was like, he was like, um, Colleen used to host viewing parties of your OnlyFans and make fun of you. Just thought that you should know. And then Trisha blocked Adam. What? Because Trisha and Colleen, like, Trisha loved Colleen. Like, she was, you could just tell in all the videos of them, she was always just, like, looking at her, like, oh, my God, like, we're both moms. And, like, we, like, support each other. This and, like, we're friends now. Colleen is a mom of three. She has twins. And then a little boy. This just gets wilder and wilder. Yeah. So it turns out that Colleen had been sending Trisha's OnlyFans posts, which were behind a paywall, to minors. So nude pictures, which is illegal. And there's proof of it. Like that's like punishable by law. Yeah. And that's like literally grooming. Yeah. She would be like, oh, my God, you look so good in this picture. And then would send like a picture of Trisha to them and they would be like, oh my God, I fucking hate you. Uh, and it was like an inside joke that they had. And then she would host full on viewing parties with her friends of like just watching Trisha's porn and and laughing at her. And so Trisha released a statement like she released. She had like a 20 minute YouTube video that was the most calm collected that Trisha Paytas has ever been just being like. I had no part in this. Like it was a better apology than Colleen's apology. Wow. And she didn't need to apologize for anything. She was like, I, um, I had no part in this. Like, I think it's completely inappropriate. And the reason I remembered was because she was like, I have trauma with this in the past with how teachers would act to me and like, pretend that I was like their oh friend. My God. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, that's not surprising that that happened to Trisha. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, she just has such like a big personality that I can totally imagine that happening. Yeah. Which is so horrible. You should watch her apology. Her apology. I put Mm -hmm. that in quotes because she didn't need to apologize for anything. But um, she really didn't. I wish you guys could have seen my face. It's just like what there's so many levels of why that's fucked up. And like at the end of the day, like the root of it is because she like is a rotten person. Yeah. To do something like that, to like. To, to have a gathering to make fun of someone. Yeah. And then I don't think I'd even do that with the person I like hate the most. Mm-hmm. A real person. It's not like, you know, someone like Andrew Tate. We're all gathering around to see what dumb thing he says. But yeah. like to have a viewing party of someone's OnlyFans. Yeah. For the purpose of making fun of them when they haven't like done anything. Yeah. You just don't like them. There's a video of Colleen saying we just saw oh, like she, it was like a vlog from going to like a zoo or something and they're like she was like we saw a whale we and then her friend Corey was like yeah we saw he we saw him like squirt you know like out of his blowhole blowhole and (laughs) colleen was like yeah we saw a whale squirt and we're not talking about trisha paytas that's fucked up yeah all of this was going on the viewing parties everything when trisha was like coming over to colleen's house like kind of frequently to like do mom stuff so like she was like being fake to her face and like doing all of these awful things behind the scenes which is that's some mean girls bullshit and when colleen released the toxic gossip train video she sent it to trisha 
like to be like oh yeah i addressed it and trisha was like watching like what the fuck is like this is the worst apology so it just it's so like for all of this stuff to come out and for like the entire internet to like be on the side of the people who were like wronged in this situation and for her to still come out and release this video of her playing the ukulele and singing about how she didn't do anything wrong is like i'm just a quirky girl unhinged behavior like you have to have something wrong yes and so a lot of people are starting to like theorize that she was maybe groomed growing up because like she clearly doesn't see anything wrong with what she's doing Mm. but it does make sense why she's like i didn't do anything wrong because then she would have to admit what happened to her was wrong Mm -hmm. and that's that's really common yeah for people to be like well it's not if if your childhood we see with our parents if your childhood was bad then that would mean that mine was bad yeah and it's like yeah yeah (laughs) I think you should you should admit that to yourself. Yeah, break the trauma, break the generational trauma by yeah. having that conversation with yourself. And then you have to admit you made a mistake. And right, and you, that's a whole you other hurt thing. other people. Yeah, and yeah, that's hard. Wow. I mean, regardless, it doesn't absolve her of her actions. No, definitely not. And now that she has kids too, it's like, how are you going to discern if something fucked up happens to them? Like, how are you going to handle that? How right. how, how are you going to know? How are you going to be able to differentiate Mm -hmm. if what's going on with them is is something that is problematic or cause for concern when you can't even like differentiate that in your own life. Right. In your own behavior. Yeah. Oh, man. Absolutely. I know. It's, It's really it's super messy. She was touring during all of this, too. We got an email about the Jonah Hill stuff. That is an opinion on the shared text. Yeah. Would you like says, to read it? Um, the title is Jonah Hill shared text. Read the sharing of the screenshots of texts. Women are usually not believed. If she had just shared Jonah was emotionally abusive in her own words, people, mostly men, would have come out of the woodwork calling her a liar or crazy or attention seeking, etc. He would have denied saying anything and everything. By sharing the exact screenshots, he can't deny that he said it. He can and is denying the intention or if he thinks it is abusive. But no one can deny what was actually said. It's sad we live in a world where abuse survivors are so rarely believed. But if people don't want to be called out on abuse and or shitty behavior, they should treat us better. Shrug emoji. Love you both. Amen. That's like that's exactly what you used to say too. You would be like, if you don't want me to talk about it, then then you don't do it. Behave better. Yeah. Well, also it's like okay, if you're mad that someone's saying the thing that you actually said, or like saying what you actually did, and you're upset, it's because you know it was fucked up. Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, like, like if this, you're embarrassed of what you did, then like maybe you shouldn't have done it. I'm just like amazed and also not surprised, which is sad on its own about how many people are defending him. Like being like, these are just I mean, if Candace Owens has an opinion, it's probably the wrong side of to be on, you know, and yeah. she's been posting a lot like there's nothing wrong with these. This is toxic femininity la 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 we have been pretty open about toxic femininity in the past candace girlfriend 
is it toxic for someone to have a job? Mm-hmm. Like, what? A, I don't know. Right. Also, those like ultra conservative women. Have you noticed that their husbands? They seem a little gay. Oh uh, yeah. Um, Abby Shapiro. Her husband seems a little gay. The um, girl defined. Oh yeah, the girl defined. One of those girls is definitely a lesbian. And her husband didn't, went to conversion therapy. I was going to say, didn't they meet at a conversion camp? They met at conversion church, but camp. He, he went to conversion therapy and is very, his eyes are screaming for help in their videos. Well, one of, this is so interesting you bring this up. One of the girls in Girl Defined, some of her videos are starting to like indicate that she is like regretful of living this like evangelical christian life because i love that for her you're taught that like all your problems are going to be solved and you're going to be so happy if you follow all of these rules and get married and whatever and you're just so strict and she's realizing that's not true Mm -hmm. so then when you see that that's not true then like you're going to have to question everything like why why have I been taught this? A lot a lot of people that like leave Mormonism specifically that I know have had that same like hang on. Like yeah. Everything is still difficult. I followed all of these rules set in place to a T and I'm still not happy and I was promised that I would be. Right. So what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Is it the one that's um I honestly don't know which oh, okay. one. Okay. Anyway, good for her. I hope I hope that she does whatever is best for her that would blow up the internet though because they are like god's children of the internet i'm sure even if she like has this kind of realization um that she would still remain christian but maybe she'd be like a cool christian i know so many cool christians Yeah, there's so many there's a ton of cool christians that are like yeah i do believe in this but also i don't believe in hell (laughs) right or like I believe in this, and I also like don't hate someone because of who they love. Like there are yeah. there are Christians that like, you know, aren't that yeah, they're cool about it. Yeah, but they're like, yeah, people can be gay. Just like don't be a bad person. Right. They're they're doing what Jesus always wanted them to be doing. Mm-hmm. Loving my neighbor. Yeah. Hmm. 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 That's like the only Jesus thing I know. Um, and that and how he died. <laughs> that's kind of a bummer that, that and how he did yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm then he's not white um i'm sure you follow this person on twitter uh the handles ask aubrey yeah okay yes her tweets like everything she shares just enrages me so she um like specifically posts like screenshots of just like dudes being assholes um and then this one just <laughs> this one was so insane i just had to read it um, my female 28 boyfriend, male 28, thinks my boobs fill with blood before my period. I don't think I need to say much else. I tried to explain to him that it's just my milk duct swelling, but he said until I prove him wrong that he won't change his mind. I didn't want the almighty Google to have something to the effect of do my boobs swell with blood before my period, but here we are. Oh, in my history, but here we are. <laughs> I found evidence to support the milk duct thing, but he said because I couldn't find an article that explicitly says my boobs don't fill with blood, he doesn't accept it. I just don't know how to get through to him. TLDR, I tried to explain the science. He says the research is unreliable and unrelated to this to his claim that my boobs fill with blood before my period. That is... What? 
I mean, so like, she finds evidence that support her theory and she can't find anything that says that they fill with blood. And and but then he's like, it has to you need to find something that says it do, they do not fill with blood. You won't because there's blood in everything. So like yeah. they're constantly being filled with blood. So you're not wrong, but you're incorrect about the fact that I that's think why he, they get big. I think what he thinks is like there's not milk in there. Like it's it's it's, it's just blood. blood. What a fucking <laughs> I know. But, I mean, it's like, OK, so. You you can't find any articles to support your theory, but you're just going to believe it because you came up with the idea. Yeah. I, I just love like getting these little insights into how fucking insane people are now. Like yeah. it, people will just be like, I had this thought and now it's a fact. Yeah. Like if I was like, yeah, before you blow out your boogers in your nose there are actually tiny diamonds yep and i that was just something i came up with my in my imagination and now it's real and it's something i believe and like can you find a, an article on google that says that that isn't the truth no then it is the truth it's literally like what it's literally like how children think yeah they're like i i imagined that i was a train and now i am one yeah right. so unless you can prove on google that i'm not a train i'm not gonna believe you right like you're doing peekaboo and when i can't see your face you're not here anymore like you can't <laughs> prove that that's not true so it's true that's literally from that is the a to b thinking that children grow out of by the time they're what 10 oh yeah maybe six, even before that seven the, yeah who uh, fucking my knows? brother just told us this story like the when i saw my family over the summer um he was like yeah i had a dream when i was a kid that i could breathe underwater and then the next day i tried it in the pool and i like choked <laughs> oh no i think he was like six. Oh my god you know so this, these are the thoughts that like a six-year-old and he learned real quick he was like oh yep that was a dream so it can't happen in real life I cannot breathe underwater. Wow. I mean, yeah, you got you to gotta go through that shit and, and learn that those things yep. don't. Yeah. Trial and error. You know, he, at six years old, he had a hypothesis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he tested and, it. And and then his hypothesis was just proven real quickly. Did not turn so. into a theory. Yep. Wow. That's that's the scientific method. Wow. Right there. I love that. That's um, the craziest shit I've ever heard. Speaking of the scientific method. Oh, God. <laughs> Mr. Liz and I like got into kind of an argument and he was like well i think we just like think of the scientific method differently i think that we just think differently about pemdos we just do things in different <laughs> order <laughs> well i was telling him something about like a like a ufo conference there's like a lot of things yeah. that are coming out about ufos and um whatnot and uh he was like questioning it a lot and then i was like dude i don't know i haven't like looked at all of it i just saw like clips of the conference and then he just spent all of this time like trying to disprove me god bless him just like see you just, we just like, think of the scientific method differently jumping off the desk so you get like a really good like angle on a slap in the face <laughs> 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 what would you do if a man was like well I think that we just like approach the scientific method differently. I think the rest of the night, whenever there was like any, he had an opinion about anything. Like it's like, oh, we should like head outside. I'd be like, I don't, I kind of want to stay inside. I think we just think about the scientific <laughs> method differently. I'm just gonna start saying that to him. I think we just think about the scientific method differently. And I will say, in Mr. Liz's defense, like 
it was fair for him to question me. Totally. And, absolutely. And I didn't like do any research. So but, I was just like repeating. No, what that's I not said. the issue here. He's allowed yeah, to disagree. Yeah, yeah. Thinking about the scientific method differently. <laughs> I have n- what? I didn't even have like a a hypothesis. Right. I was just like repeating something I saw. I don't know, Liz. I think we just think about the scientific <laughs> method. That is fucking like, crazy. Well, NASA, you were saying NASA held the convention. And I was like, I don't know. I know they were there. And they were. Mm. And you know what? If NASA didn't believe that it happened, th- NASA's not going to just show up at any convention. No, they have shit to do. Yeah. Space shit. Exactly. Shit we don't even know about. So I think it said a lot that they were there. But but I think you guys just must think about the scientific method differently. Yeah. I believe in aliens and he kind of does <laughs> like Hold i believe on. in aliens i believe that they've been here and i believe that they're just like watching us like ruin our own fucking planet <gasps> i heard a really crazy theory can tell i me. tell you it yes so like tell me about the scientific method behind your theory well we'll see if we think the same <laughs> about it <laughs> we might view the scientific method differently how this like like a this idea that like the earth mm-hmm. like is an organism it's like a living thing. Ooh, yeah. It just is. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of living things on it, but itself is is a living, breathing organism. So when we have a virus in our bodies, our bodies attack it. Yeah. There's a theory that we're a virus on the earth, and that's why there's like natural disasters and like pandemics and like to try and get rid of the virus. Mm-hmm. It's trying to like all like the natural things that happen like that is like it's like the antibodies are trying to get rid of us. That is such a crazy thing to think about. I know, dude. It's like and nature nature loves repetition in like existence in general. Like um, uh, how our lungs like how we need oxygen to survive and trees create oxygen and how or well plants create oxygen and then um we breathe that in and then we create co2 and that's what plants need yeah and and their uh roots look like uh, what is it like our neurons like lungs is it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. or like is it the treetops that look like lungs i don't know i think it's both of them yeah so yeah the uh, nature loves patterns you know so we we have this kind of like symbiotic thing with trees and then they also visually mirror each other which is beautiful man bananas um but also if you think about like even your eye like that looks like a roots space thing oh my god it does you know looks like a galaxies yeah and well so then if you also think about how the reason we even have eyes that is a genetic mutation so everything around us has already existed, but there were like these tiny little organisms in the water that like didn't have eyesight. And then um, they started to like mutate to like uh, sense light and see light, but not really things. And then they just kept mutating. I don't know, Liz. I think it was God. Well, so I think we just think about the scientific method. If if humans are the virus, you know, like viruses continue to mutate. Damn, we're going to be indestructible. So we're just like keep mutating. No, we're going to work COVID. We're going to kill this planet the way viruses kill us. No, we're going to move to Mars 
kill that planet while we kill this planet. Um, I'm just gonna like hope that an alien can read my mind and take me away. Maybe. I bet he's sexy. I, I, you know, I don't know. Ooh, a sexy alien. Mm-hmm. Love that. <laughs> that's the, you that's the episode title. It, you only like. We only have propaganda that shows us that aliens are scary and ugly and they don't like us and they want to kill us and take over our planet. Yeah. But honestly, if they wanted to do that, they already would have. Totally. I mean, they definitely come in peace. Like, yeah, they have (laughs) they have such advanced technology that they can like travel here from another universe. You think they're like they haven't they're gonna yeah if they wanted to fucking take over our shitty planet they would have right right (laughs) or in space jail times the comments were like aliens roll up their windows when they're driving by earth (laughs) that's so fucking it's true it's so true they're like all right everybody keep your hands inside the spacecraft because we are really not killing it on this planet yeah these people are hurting each other and causing each other suffering Um, and doing nothing about it they're allowing it they're 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 the they're the reason uh, they're the cause of each other's suffering so fuck there's no like if we weren't if we were like if we didn't have money or we if even if we had money but we were like progressive about it and making sure like everyone on the planet was taken care of then we would be able to progress but that's not what's happened no you know it's wild and it really like makes me go a little nuts every time i think about it is the fact that like everything that we know for fact outside of like what like nasa's figured out about space everything that we know for fact and everything that's ever happened in history that we've ever learned about has all happened on this itty bitty little rock that's wild. Mm-hmm. Everything we know has happened here. That's crazy to think about because we're so small. Yeah, and all my, and the reason we even like know all of this, like uh, we've all seen Interstellar, um, and that's like the first thing that has kind of like played with the idea of time is a concept, not and not a, like a solid fact. So that is probably true. That shit. I think I'm pretty sure it is true. Up. But it's crazy because even people that think of time as a concept, like physicists, mm-hmm. agree that it's moving in one direction regardless of of what it is. Time is moving. We think of time as moving forward. Like animals don't conceptualize time, but they know that things are moving along. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like whatever it is, is moving along. There, <sighs> There's also a recent discovery that time is not a flat circle. Oh, thank God. Um, it happens in, like, waves. Jesus Christ, I hate that more. What do you mean? I didn't... I, once again, I have not done the research. I just saw a brief um, headline. You know what I think? This is something that I think and you I would think like, is interesting. I was like, that's crazy, and then I didn't make time to go read about it. So. That's fair. <laughs> like, damn, damn, that's wild. That's crazy. Anyways, I have to go make a um, PowerPoint deck about Twitter strategy. <laughs> damn yeah time might be a time's concept, not a flat but I'm circle running but out of it yeah time's um, not a flat circle but i have to hit a deadline <laughs> yeah and i have to hit a deadline so i can pay my fucking bills because but, these cats don't have a job no they're, they're little freeloaders look at them yeah. sleeping like they've had a long day yeah shit he's been hard at work screaming in my face um there is a series on youtube by wired who Wired is getting a lot of publicity on this yeah. episode from me, but um, it's where uh, professionals will explain things in five levels of difficulty 
start they do they explain it to uh, a child a teenager um a college student someone in uh, like a grad student and then another professional and they explain these things in different layers and there's a physicist explaining time and he lost me at the teenager like the kid was like okay i guess it they, they have the most interest they do dreams they have the most interesting conversations this would be so amazing because i was thinking about this earlier like i think that initially at work sometimes people think i'm fucking stupid because i need something explained to me in very simple terms initially yeah and then as i like get more comfortable or like learn more about the thing then i'm like okay we got this totally but initially sometimes i just need something explained to me like in really simplistic terms right and then that's my jumping off point yes me too so you should watch this series because i have I think everything I would love that yeah it's fantastic that's what i watch instead of true crime now at night oh i'm so proud of you thank you so much <gasps> i have a gift for you <gasps> have your birthday present it's oh my here God, yay i'm so excited amelia already knows what her present because i almost bought it for myself last week yeah <laughs> and i was like she's testing me she knows no dude i'm so fucking excited i'm so i'm going to therapy tomorrow so i'm gonna Show bring her the bag it. she's Show gonna bag. be she's going to be like <gasps> because i like liz sends a like, message yeah bag. <laughs> uh-huh i was walking with armfuls of shit and then just like plop it down on the couch you're, next to me you're gonna love the bagu i am so excited i discover things i forgot about in there constantly i'm so excited yeah, it's gonna be perfect <gasps> thank you so much anyway this is a uh, this is my push for anyone and everyone to get a bagu and specifically the medium crescent size bag you can fit your entire um water bottle in there oh fuck yeah that's great because i have a huge water bottle not with me today but the water bottle and other stuff fuck my dude. big wallet oh my god um <gasps> oh my god like, there's there's so many pairs of sunglasses in there oh. and then in one of the pockets it's just like a million lip glosses this episode has been all over the place yeah it really has been um we've covered so many different things we have and i think that it's good to wrap here yeah let's reflect we we've covered porn addiction um deep fake porn deep fake porn colleen ballinger yeah that that weird girl and then jonah hill again jonah hill again just like one more little quick recap and then like outer space for some reason and like your boobs don't fill with blood when you're on your period yeah anyway thanks for listening yeah we love you we love you our I couldn't. I can't find it. I'm sorry. You know who's really good at harmonizing? Frank. Oh Give wow! Any note. He'll harmonize it in Is three he ways. Is he singing? Uh, he must be. I've never heard him sing, but he must be. He was a band oh, kid. Sh- oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait to hear him at karaoke. Mm. Amen. Eventually. Merry Bye. Christmas. What? <laughs>